Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 339 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is a defensive strategist and threat intelligence manager at NordVPN. He is responsible for getting the most relevant indicators of compromise, malware samples and their indicators, and mapping out the threat landscape for the company's customers. He has undertaken security reviews and advised companies on how to deal with active threats and extortion. So I'm delighted to welcome to the podcast, Adrianus Warmanhoven. Thank you for having me. So Adrianus, could you maybe give us a bit of an explanation about what your role entails and a bit about the services that your company provides? Let's start with the services first. Nord Security uh, is more known to the public as NordVPN because we started out as a VPN company. Yeah. Uh, because we want to uh, provide protection uh, for privacy for uh, people on the internet. But we've seen that just doing a, a VPN is not enough. And uh, now we're starting uh, with more and more security services and products. And this is a nice segue into what I'm doing. I'm defensive strategist at uh, Threat Protection Products, and I'm the manager of Threat Intelligence Team in Threat Protection Products. That's a whole mouthful, I know, but yes. <laughs> what, what, it, what it actually means is um, I'm responsible for the team that gets um, all the information about malware or hackers, uh, and we in- integrate that into products uh, which are being used on the client's device, uh, to protect them uh, against malicious activities. Right. Okay. So, I mean, obviously the word that, that sort of leaps out to me is the word defensive. So presumably that that requires um, a sort of continuous feed into into your, in terms of information about security into your company. And so how, where does that information come from? Well, this is uh, the part of the threat intelligence team. Yeah. And this is um, what we do. I won't go into too much detail how we do it, um, but we gather information which is uh, either public or we buy feeds or we share feeds with other uh, security companies. Um, and there's some other methods which I'm not going to disclose, but which are sure. fun if you work in <laughs> IT. Yeah, absolutely. That's fine. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so, okay, we're going to go into the main, the main content of the interview. So, Adrianus, can you share with us a career tip, one that the audience may not be aware of and perhaps should be? Yes, I think the best career tip um, is don't play too much with uh, uh, corporate politics. Um, try to focus on, on, on your job and and, and, and what it gives you and, and what it brings to you and, and what you can uh, do in that job. Um, you can have a career within a company and then um, try to uh, follow all the rules and, and, and be nice with everybody. And then your career might advance, but only on paper. And if you're young, that's a really bad way to start because then you will be locked in, into that company um, because it's, it's actually a fake career. So really, uh, my advice would re- really be if you do anything uh, about your career, make it sure that it, it adds value to yourself 
like learn really things and, and, and learn uh, things outside of your company, learn uh, what your, uh, your trade is about and, and, and not so much learn what the company is about. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you have particular methods of doing that or, or particular resources that you personally use? Anything. Um, this is a bit because of the security industry. Nowadays, uh, there's a lot of really good educational um, resources, and I would really recommend yep. using those. When I started, with, which was in the, in the mid-1980s, uh, so like 1985, 1986, um, we had to invent everything ourselves. And, and well, my advice for people uh, with that um, range would be uh, press every button you see. Try everything out. And, and, and just see what happens. But really try to get uh, all the online resources and, and get the real education. Uh, it, it will help you. Absolutely. Um, in, in terms of obviously, you know, those experiences and trying different things, it also helps you identify yes. where your passions are as well, um, what you're particularly interested in, and that will actually help you to develop your career as well. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Good. Okay. Um, Adrianus, can you share with us your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience? Well, there is no worst IT career moment. There are lots of them. And, and, and this is not a bad thing, actually. Um, I'll take one example, but, but there have been many others. And, and, and this is really not a bad thing. You have to learn from your mistakes and own them. And, and don't be afraid of to make them otherwise uh, you'll be um, not moving forward at all um, one time um, we had this big email server in an, in an uh, for isp and there's this famous example that all old unix people know when you type in a, speci- a special command and you start wiping everything um, from the root of your disk and it means wiping everything well in a couple of minutes i managed to wipe 200,000 people's complete email boxes without any recovery po- uh, possibilities. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Quite severe. Yes. So that, that, that was something, uh, th- this was the first time that this happened to me. So I really f- physically felt this in, in my gut. But um, what I did was I went to uh, management, uh, owned up to it. And we found out who all is well. And I sent them uh, um, an email and also that if they really wanted to uh, shout at me personally, they could do so at a special email address, which we uh, set up for that for that purpose. <laughs> right. Well, um, I, I, I really took it because there was actually nothing, really nothing I could, I could do about it. Um, and I explained the mistake and then it was an honest mistake. Uh, it was not, not good. Yeah, but, but you couldn't do anything about it. So really, go roll with the punches. That that, that was the, the lesson I, I learned from that. But yes, yeah. you'll make more more than one mistake. Really, I'm I'm just really interested to know. Did you actually receive any emails to that account? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. And, and were they repeatable? <laughs> well, the the, the the funny thing is that actually um, quite a lot were rather supportive. Right, uh, t- telling me, okay, um, it, it was really bad, and I'm, I'm missing uh, some messages and, and, and this stuff. But I can uh, ask people to resend it because they have a sent email box, and uh, uh, don't take it so hard. And 
so yeah, it, it, it was a mixed bag, and but uh, yeah. over, overall, it was supportive because I was op- owning up to my mistake. Absolutely. So I presume that's one thing you took away from it. If you do yeah. make a mistake, don't try to cover it up or hide it. Exactly. Make make sure people understand and and can help you to address the mistake and yeah. manage it as best you can. Yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, that's an interesting one. I haven't come across that one before. <laughs> so, um, oh, fine. So maybe we can go to your career highlight. Could you tell us a little bit about that? I have more than one again. I don't see one thing as, as, as a point. But one thing that, that that's my personal, I have warm feelings about that. That was when I did one of the first commercial ISPs in, in Africa. And that was, um, it was announced at, at the company um, dinner. And they told uh, all the company and said, well, um, coming next month, we are going to branch out to Africa and we are going to use satellite dishes because Okay, nowadays we all have the uh, fiber cables, but uh, back then there was no Elon Musk, there was no uh, connection to Africa at all. Everything had to be done with, with satellite dishes and it, it was really pioneering stuff. And I, I can remember sitting at, at the dinner and, and thinking, oh, I wonder who's going to do that. And then uh, the director turned to me and said, and Adrianos, you have to get your shots because next month you're going. <laughs> right. I thought, oh wow! I, I've, I haven't prepared anything. I know next to nothing about satellite dishes, and they gave me only one piece of equipment, which was totally inadequate. But for some reason, I got one router and nothing else except these are your contacts in Africa. And well, I came to to Dar es Salaam in, in Tanzania, and I had to invent what I did at the spot. I, I really had no clue what to do yet. Um, but the good thing is, after like three months, uh, we managed to get it working. And th- th- that was such an awesome moment um, when I had the first uh, chat with people at, uh, back in the Netherlands. And my friend who was sitting in the Netherlands uh, called my mom. And this was in the early uh, 1990s. Uh, he called my mom and said, your son is talking to me from Africa. My mom wanted to hang up because she thought, oh, this is ex- expensive. Oh, <laughs> yes. no. He, he has just set up an, an internet provider in, 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 in Tanzania, and it works. And we had a chat through that, and it, this was such a, an awesome moment of, of, of bridging that gap. And, and it, it felt so nice about uh, um, doing something special in, in, in IT and, and managing to get something special done. Um, yes. And did this, this kind of formed the rest of my career as well, because I really got a hunger for doing difficult and daunting things. When a recruiter after that uh, called me, whenever a recruiter calls me, and they, they, uh, they asked me, what would you like to do? And I would always tell them, I want something that is daunting. I want a task that is difficult and something uh, preferably I have never done before. Yeah. And it must have given you a, a tremendous amount of confidence knowing that you could actually create something from nothing effectively yes. um, and, and step up to a challenge like that. Yes, absolutely. I, I, was, I was really scared when I, when I landed there. But at the end of the project, it, it, it was like, if there's any, any signal on a wire, I, I can do it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, very good. Okay. Um, so, Adrianus, can you tell us what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT? That it's everywhere. Um, even in security, I got to play w- with with 
boats, planes, airports. Uh, I, I built a, a battery management system like for these megawatt batteries. It's everywhere. And, and you get to learn um, what the other people know. So I, I learned a lot about airplanes. I, I know a lot about um, uh, cadaver recovery. This is really gruesome. But yeah, like, like, like the dead bodies uh, software, yes. which identifies them. I had to learn about that. You, ha- you get to learn so much about other people's professions that um which is which is really awesome and and, and this is uh, because we're going to automate more and more and we see uh, a lot of the ai coming up and and which will give us more power more tools uh, it will be packaged and, and then you will use it as a component for more it um and it connects the world and, and this this is such an awesome thing to see uh, i started out from having absolutely no software or, or, or any computing at home, just like the, the tube TVs, that, that's where we started from, to the current system. We're talking now over the internet, and, and, and um, I have no idea where, where you actually physically are, but, yes. it, doesn't ma- but, but it doesn't matter. And, and this, this is um, what, what comes next can only be a continuation of that, and, and, and there's so much more uh, room for that. Yeah. Oh, very true. And given that obviously you very much focus on security and, and defensive mechanisms, where do you see that going? Because obviously as we evolve and, and technology develops, presumably the threats will increase. Yes. It, 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 um, currently, it's, it's, security is more of a second-class citizen in, in, in IT. And, and, and don't, I don't mean this demeaning, but it's um, some, something like an add-on. And I, see, I, I can imagine that it will become a first-class citizen, that, that everything that, that we security people do will be, uh, at least a subset of it, will be like standard fare for any, any other IT uh, direction as well. And this is um, because we see that, that, well, with the war in the Ukraine, we saw that, that uh, cyber warfare is now really a daily occurrence and it, 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 it's here to stay. So... In, in IT security, we see also the the, the mixed uh, things uh, like the IoT, like the big comp- uh, big factories. There's a lot of things that that, that security is now is going to do. So it, it will grow, and, and there will be so many different opportunities and so many different uh, speciali- specialities. You can make it as as uh, uneventful or as eventful as you want if you work in in, in security. You can sit at a, at a SOC, a security operations center. And just look at alerts, and it, it, it's a quiet, almost monastery-style uh, uh, type of work. Or you can go um, into an airplane and, and, and understand that engines are just uh, Unix machines, and, and they could be controlled by hackers as well. And, and you get to fly around and, and try not to make mistakes in the software, otherwise the engine will sh- shut off. Things like yeah. that. Yeah. Good. Okay. Right. We're going to go and find out a little bit more about you and the way you think in the reveal round. Are you ready for this? Yeah, sure. Good. So what first interested you in a career in IT? Um, computers. There weren't any at, when I was young. <laughs> right. Okay. So was it just curiosity as much as anything else? Yes. I, I was actually going to study math Um but then I found out about computers, and, and, and at the university they were doing IT. Were actually, uh, and I got in a big fight with my parents, who said, "Well, with math you can go into aviation and, and rocket science. Uh, computers, nobody heard of computers." 
well, I'm, I'm glad I, I made my decision. Okay. And what is the best career advice you've ever received? The best one is um, to actually become and, and listen to people and, and try to understand other people. To really understand, not, not, not just uh, be like a sinkhole for words. Uh, sometimes people listen to you, but they don't try to understand. You have to ask questions and, and really understand what, what, what the other person is talking about and, and try to uh, empathize. Empathy is really a strong tool. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. I think, yeah, listening and empathy are very, very closely linked, definitely. And what is the worst career advice you've ever received? Um, the worst one is, is just follow the rules. And, and, and Because then you start playing a game um, which you don't want. You, you might want to play the game against hackers or, or against software bugs or whatever. But as soon as you start playing by the rules in your company, um, it means you're being stressed by things you cannot control and, and, and you have to... Um, be somebody that, that you aren't like uh, oh you have to uh, outperform this person otherwise you don't get this uh, position or those kind of things don't do that just, just it was really bad advice because then you get uh, um, something that is not not playing to your strength if you are a person that that really feels comfortable in those things absolutely go ahead but most it people do not feel comfortable in in playing by corporate uh, the, the corporate uh, position games yeah so don't okay and if you were to begin your career again in today's world what would you do i would not choose it (laughs) (laughs) really no no, this is this is a a running gag between me and my friends from from those times uh, and all the old it people we often look at people who work with with flowers and trees and think oh that's so nice at five o'clock it's done. In IT, you are never done. Um, but if well, I were to answer uh, your question, I would probably do exactly the same. Yeah, right. Okay. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? My career objectives are always the same, having fun. Um, and this is, it might sound really blo- uh, really cliche or something like that, Um but I'm a hacker at heart and, 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 and we like to figure things out and, and, and learn things and, and, and find out how everything in, in the world is connected and, and how things work and, and how people are. Um, I'm always trying to have fun, but currently within my current job, um, I also like to elevate my team to, to um, give them some of the insights I had and, and, and some of the tricks and, and um, that, that kind of thing. Uh, I don't mind if People uh, pass me in, 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 in terms of knowledge or uh, skills. Um, I really enjoy that. Good. Okay. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Talking and listening. Yeah. That's, so that's, so verbal communication. Yes. Yeah. And what do you do to keep your own career energised? Finding new challenges, that, that, that's not always possible. But um, the good thing is, is that everything is changing all, all the time. Try to see what other people are doing. Not always follow my own line, because then, then you get uh, jaded or, or um, 
I'm, I'm at the, currently I'm at the age that I say that the young people uh, are now the ones should be ones uh, making decisions. I'm not. Uh, I helped decide a lot about the early internet and and, and we built that stuff. Um, I should take a, take a step back and and help them build their new vision. We we built our vision already. Now they should uh, build theirs, and, and, and we can stand. Uh, people of my age sh- should be standing next to them and help them. Yes, yeah, definitely. That's a good point. And what do you do in your spare time away from technology? Um, well, a lot of my time is with my family, but I also like to do. Um, and this might sound a bit strange. Things like French polishing. Uh, okay, and then yeah, <laughs> right. it, it really takes a, a lot of uh, um, physical work. Uh, my father used to do fishing, but but fishing is a bit cruel against animals, so we're not doing that. Yep. Um, so I did something else, which um, is almost zen-like. It, it, it's really nice to slowly to, to have a task which you have to focus and which you have to do really well. Otherwise, you will see, immediately see it in the result. Um, like like yes. totally non IT, but that that that's just me. Other other people should really do what they, whatever they like. Right. So, given you're into French polishing, does that mean you you have a home full of furniture? Um, well, we have a lot of wood, yes, but um, yeah, and a lot of it is shiny as well, yes. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, Adrianus, can you share with us a parting piece of career advice? Um. Yes. Try, when you're young, first uh, try to figure out what you want to do and then start from the basics of that, of, of that stuff. So if you want to be a, a database administrator, if you, if you really like that, the DBA stuff, then learn about how databases work because it will help you with everything that comes after. If they, if they, they explain in, in your um, uh, education that something is done like this or that, then you will understand, okay, they have done chosen this because underneath is all of this. Uh, I teach the same, uh, I give the same advice to people that want to be a CISO or an engineer. For a CISO, I tell them, read about the internet protocols, understand how, why these machines work like this way. You don't have to be an expert in them, but uh, really understand what the decisions were that led up to what you're learning now. Yeah, Absolutely. Great. Okay. So, Adrianus, how can we find out more about you and connect with you? Um, the easiest way would be uh, to find my LinkedIn page. That, that's, uh, well, you just type in my name in LinkedIn and, and then you can find me. Um, sure. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a security person. I, I do have a, a personal website, but that it's been hasn't been updated in, in like years. Um so I'm, I'm not on, on the social media, on accounts that I'm willing to, sh- to share. So L- LinkedIn is actually the best bet. Good. Okay, fine. That's no problem. Right, Adrianus, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting yeah, with you. I enjoyed it as well. Hi, Phil here again. Well, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with today's guest. You can find full show notes on the website at itcareerenergizer.com slash e and the number of the episode you've been listening to. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, please make sure that you do, so that you get episodes automatically downloaded to your device every Monday. Thanks for listening, and have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. 
To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.